You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode 117. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. I know you have waited an entire week for part two of last week's episode. I left you with a cliffhanger. And honestly, I will not apologize because you're going to love how my conversation with modest fashion blogger and real comedian, R-E-E-L, Kristen Com finishes this incredible, incredible conversation. But before we jump in, have you entered our special three-year podcast anniversary giveaway yet? We are already in mid-February, so time is ticking to get those entries in. Please do it this week. After this episode, I'm giving away one of my devotional books of your choice and a brand new notebook. So you can take all your notes and insights and put it in there. You can choose from the glitter effect, give it to God girl or my latest living in the lion's den. All you have to do to enter into this giveaway is leave a five-star review in iTunes, letting me know which episode or guest has been your favorite or why. Don't use iTunes, no problem. Just send me a review through my email at helloawesomeshop at gmail.com or if you're on Instagram, you can DM me the review at helloawesomelive. Okay, if you have not listened to part one of my conversation with Kristen, please go back to last week's episode 116 and do that. You are missing out. I don't want to keep teasing you because I know you guys have been waiting. So let's go. Here is episode number 117 that I am calling Fashion and Feelings with Kristen Calm, part two. Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. This is the Hello Awesome podcast where I bring forth topics and truthful insights that will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. Before we get started, let me share some amazing deals from a few friends of mine. California-based, female-owned, modest boutique, Skirt Society has hand-picked pieces perfect for all sizes. For a limited time, use code HELLO10 for 10% off your next order at theskirtsociety.com. From hoodie sets to jumpers, up your fashion game this season. If you're trying to tame your mane like I am, it is time to invest in Uncut. Uncut offers a variety of hair care cleansing and strengthening products that will help restore and renew your long locks. Use code AWESOME10 for 10% off when you order from UncutHairCare.com today. Are you looking for modest clothing that's both high quality and affordable? Pencil skirts, layer tops, lace extenders, and more can be found at Nuggles. You can also find the cutest modest options for grade school age girls. Use code HelloAwesome10 for 10% off your purchase at www.nuggles.us. That's N-U-G-G-L-E-S dot U-S and stock up for all your layering needs. As somebody who, who was bullied and, and who walked through that very, very early on in your life, what can young women do now 
to be better in this area, especially those of us who are in church? Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Um, I mean, first of all, if you're listening to this and you're a church bully, stop. (laughs) I mean, you identify your own self, (laughs) you know, I'm gonna let you identify your own self. You don't have to tell me who you are, but just stop. I mean, Mm -hmm. because you know, here's the thing, Uh, something I've, I learned as I grew was everybody's got their own mess. So yeah. Just because you're, like you said, just because you're on the thinner side does not mean you don't have body insecurities. I know many thin women who are like, you know, I don't fill things out. I don't have the upper body that I want. I don't have the lower body that I want. I look like a boy when I'm wearing this. I, I'm so bony. You know, when I hug people, I feel so bony and I feel like I poke them. And, you know, I mean, like, seriously, these are, I mean, everybody, you could look at the most beautiful woman in the world. And I guarantee you there's something on her that she's insecure about. And if there's Mm -hmm. not, she's probably insecure about her intelligence or that people only like her for her beauty or nobody sees who she is. They just see what the outside looks like. She still has something going on. Even if it's not a body thing, it's something. And we just really need to be kind. When you look at somebody, realize that person is going through something. You don't have to know what it is to know that they're going through something. Everybody has something they're going through. And does it help us when people are rude to us when we're going through things? Absolutely not. So why are you going to turn around and burden somebody with more things when they're already going? Show kindness, show compassion. If somebody is rude to you, understand there is something going on inside of that person. Now I understand it is not easy when you are in the midst of, of that. And they're looking at you and they're saying mean things and they're, you know, they have done something to offend you. I know that it is not easy in that moment to turn your other cheek. As God would say, we would rather flip the table. All right. We'd rather just do that, that, you know, little example from the Bible that we like to pull out. Well, you know, what would you do? Well, he did flip the table, you know, Um, (laughs) we like to pull that out with her we're mad we do um, or irritated that's like our go-to line well you know he did flip that table and you know jesus is probably in heaven going one time yes i flipped it one time (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um you know we we immediately unless you just have like the sweetest little personality ever we immediately want to defend ourselves and you you both have you have to stop yourself from, you know, jumping the gun and defending yourself. And that person that is a bully has to stop themselves from just spewing out the negativity because of the wound that's inside of them. Right. Um, I taught a, I taught a lesson. Oh, it's been so long. Cause you know, of COVID, but um, whatever, I think it was like three years ago at our Valentine's day banquet for our ladies. And I taught a lesson about the second greatest commandment and it was loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And I said, when you have, when you have a wound, you have to immediately close it up, put a bandage over it, start to let it heal. If you have, if you have that open physical wound and you just let it be open, all kinds of things from the outside are going to get inside of there, infect it. And it's going to spread throughout your entire body. 
possibly to death. It's the same with a spiritual wound. When you have emotional or spiritual wounds, you can't just leave it open to fester and let everything come in from the outside and get inside that wound and start infecting it because that's going to spread throughout your entire mental, spiritual body. And you're just, it's just going to spew out of you because you're just infected with this, this disease at this point, because you haven't healed an open wound. Mm. And usually that's where bullies come from is people that have either something really bad going on at home and when they're children um, or insecurities, but when you're older, generally bullies come from people that have wounds that have not healed. They have not healed them properly. They're open. They're full of disease. They're full of bitterness. They're full of anger. They're full of this and that and other gross stuff. And it spews out onto other people because it's become such a part of who they are that it's all that they can produce. Mm, yeah. And they might, they might not necessarily even want to be that way. Right. It's true. But because it's become such a habit for them, they don't know how to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a person that has a, an anger problem or any kind of, uh, just like alcohol, I'm just going to throw it out. If you have some sort of issue that you is hard for you to break, it's the same thing. You don't, you don't want to be angry all the time, but it's a habit and it's what trigger. It's just what comes out mm-hmm. because it's just such an ingrained part of you at this point and you feel horrible and you can't stop it until it's out. And then you're stuck and you're stuck feeling like dirt. You're stuck feeling ashamed of yourself. You're stuck feeling condemnation from the devil because he's like, look at you. Yeah. Look at you. You're pathetic. You're in church and you're raging at people. You're saying hurtful things. You're just trash. Why are you even here? And those are the thoughts that are in their heads, you know, and then they become worse because that starts to infect their wound. And really, you just gotta, you just gotta gut that out. Start taking the antibiotics, start going, you know, praying about it, going to church, start the healing process, putting the, the salve on it, start changing, make amends to people that you've hurt, you know? And, and the, and if you're one of the people that someone's trying to make amends to accept it, right. let it go, move past it, say, you know what, brother or sister, I got it. I understand. I accept your apology. I'm so sorry you're going through that. We'll pray about it. We'll work on it together. I understand in the future if something comes out is because it's knee jerk, that it's knee jerk. Mm-hmm. And we'll just, we'll just work through it. You know, we'll work through it together. Um, and be that person that's going to help that person. You know, you're not going to add to their condemnation because they'll never get better. Yeah. If they're, if they're just constantly condemned by everyone, including themselves, because I guarantee you they're beating themselves up too. Mm-hmm. if they have any sort of spiritual walk with God. And cause we're talking about church bullies. So right. we're going to assume they have some sort of walk with God. I guarantee you, God is, you know, not condemning, but he's convicting. Cause that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, convicting them and they feel bad about it. And you know what? Hey, if they don't feel bad about it, pray about them. You know, I have that real where it's like taking, asking the Lord to take care of which battles I have yes. prayed about so many people and been like, God, you know what? I can't deal with this person. They have yes. something going on inside of them 
Right. They take it out on me and I can't, I, I, I don't want to deal with it anymore because I, I'm struggling to deal with it properly. Right. And I have prayed that prayer over about that. I can think of right now about three or four people and they have all been taken care of. Either mm-hmm. God has taken them out of my life completely by moving them somewhere else or I actually prayed about it in high school. One of the girls in my gym class, the Lord took her out and changed. She, she ended up having to change gym class periods for just some un, 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 unknown reason to me. Wow. She ended up switching gym periods. She was gone. Mm-hmm. She was the main person that made fun of me. And once she left, nobody said a word to me after that. Yeah. So she's one of them. And then there were some people just in my life that I was like, God, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with this person. There's something inside of them that makes them unhappy. And they don't like me because, you know, generally um, a negative spirit doesn't like a positive one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you ever have people that are mean to you and you just have no idea why, that's generally why. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be hard on yourself. Now, I mean, if you notice that multiple people are treating you the same way, maybe take a look at your inside. Yeah. If everyone around you is, if everyone around you is, you know, such a jerk, maybe look at yourself and mm-hmm. make sure you're not the jerk. Right. Um, and that's what takes the self-reflection of identifying your, yourself. Am I a bully? Is there things I need to work on? Yeah. And I guarantee you, you might not be a bully, but I guarantee you there's stuff you, you have to work on. And so God will be like, well, actually, now that you mention it, um, maybe we can take care of this. Mm-hmm. And then you can start working on it. And that's how you grow. Self-reflection, not your hard truths, hiding from your flaws, realizing what they are, identifying those flaws, and then working to fix them. And if everyone does that and everyone shows everyone grace, which I know is a very hard task, and that's probably never going to happen that everyone everywhere does this, but you can start with yourself and if you show people grace, even when they're mean, and if you can look inside yourself and say, what do I need to work on? What, what are some things about me that might upset other people or trigger other people or hurt other people's feelings and start to work on them? Those church bullies will start to lessen. And when we do have a situation, a confrontation, we can handle it healthy and stop having so much church hurt. And stop having people want to leave because sister, you know, whatever her name is, Sassy Sue over there said something to hurt my feelings. And now I don't want to go to this church anymore. You know, we'll have, we'll have less of that. We'll hopefully. And I mean, that's another thing with yourself that you need, if somebody hurts you, you have to understand that person's not Jesus. Right. And Jesus didn't do that to you. And Jesus didn't say that thing to you. Even if it's your pastor, your pastor is also not Jesus Mm -hmm. and Jesus didn't say those things to you and you have to evaluate your situation. You have to look at your church and say, okay, you know, like my mom has a really good saying, truth trumps everything. If your church preaches truth, right. And it might be the only one you, you in your area, then you need to stay at that church regardless of what's happened to you. I mean, within reason. You know, I'm not talking about, I can't go into all the what ifs, but I'm talking about normal church hurt. You know, the pastor yeah, didn't shake my like hand. Being offended. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. someone gave me a, a hard truth and I got offended by it. You know, maybe someone's mm-hmm. personality rubbed you the wrong way and you kind of got into an argument. 
you know, if we can practice the grace and understand that those people aren't Jesus, we're all humans, all, nobody's perfect. We all have flaws and we just need to work on ourselves, work on accepting other people's flaws, knowing that they have them too. And that sometimes those flaws are going to uh, become our problem because that's what flaws do. You know, my, Mm -hmm. my anger problem or my big mouth or my, you know, you just, I'm listening off things might sometimes because someone else's problem, because I just spout it off to them, you know, understanding that everyone has a flaw, everyone has things they're working through. And if we can show each other grace, look inside ourselves, understand that we all need to grow, start working on that. Then we will have far less bullies, far less offense, far less church hurt. And our, the body of Christ can work more fluidly can be more, um, effective. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all ultimately the goal because, Hey people, you know what? We're in the end. And I know people have been saying that since like 1950s, but (laughs) we are truly, truly in the end. I mean, truly. Mm -hmm. And there, there is no time for bullies. There's no time for hurt. There's no time for, for not being in the, being, in the truth and, and living for God, there's no excuse great enough. And I said this on one of my last posts, uh, on my reel that talks about your calling. There is no reason good enough that you can give the Lord when he asks you, why, Mm -hmm. why didn't you go into your calling? Why didn't you talk to this person? Why didn't you, you know, start working for the kingdom? Why didn't you do this ministry? Why, why didn't you encourage this lady? Why didn't you do something? Yeah. Well, because, because, because no, because I was insecure, because I was, this, because of that, because of this, there's no reason good enough. There's no reason big enough that is going to be good enough for you not to live in your full calling and live in your full, you know, ministry. Right. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a calling. Everyone has a ministry. Mine's going to look completely different than yours. Mine looks completely different than what I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never thought I would be this quote unquote influencer. I hate that word, but on, (laughs) on social media, never. The fact that I had this many people following me is, is surreal and stunning and shocking. Mm -hmm. And I, it's so awkward for me (laughs) because I'm like, people are like, Oh, I can't believe you responded to me and things like that. And I'm just like, it's just me. Right. (laughs) Right. I'm just me. And even my ministry looks nothing like I had expected. I, I, I was singing at a conference, um, a youth camp a few years ago and the youth director, I was praying and the youth director came up to me and she said, she spoke into my life and she was like, you know, I really feel like the Lord's Lord's going to use you, uh, in your words because I, I've been in music ministry my whole life mm-hmm. and music ministry was like my thing. You know, I, didn't really see a huge ministry outside of music ministry. And the Lord also taught me that you don't just have one ministry (laughs) by putting me in the kids (laughs) department, which I did not want to go to. But then he, he showed me, you know, this whole new side of myself that I didn't know I had Mm -hmm. this whole new ministry. And then she told me the speaking thing. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that means women's conference or preaching or, you know, teaching women or yeah, I had no idea, but I assumed it was in a church building capacity. And I was literally driving to work and the Lord, while I was driving, 
said to me, you know what? I won't, I won't say her name, but you know what she said to you? And I was like, about the words. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, look at your Instagram. Mm. And I was like, my Instagram? Because, you know, so many preachers are like, get off that social media. I answer, you know, you I know, know, there's yeah. such a bad, there's such a bad uh, rap that comes with social media. And yes, it can be bad, but it can also be very good. And right. I mean, that's anything in the whole world. So, mm-hmm. um, so I was like my Instagram and he goes, yeah, like, and he reminded me of the people that had been reaching out to me. I had had people that were backslidden that had reached out to me. And so they were going to start finding a church again. I had people that, um, watched my reel showed her coworker. Her coworker was the one talking to me, by the way, the coworker was an apostolic woman and showed her my reel and said, she looks like you. Is she apostolic like you are? And she goes, yeah, she is. And it opened up this entire door for this woman to go to this woman's church. Wow. And I had somebody reach out to me. Yeah, I had somebody reach out to me. And she was like, she found out I was in Washington. And she goes, um, where in Washington? And I told her, and she goes, oh, my word. And she happened to just randomly find me through a reel, a stupid little reel. She found me somehow Instagram popped her up on her feed and she, she liked me because she was also raised apostolic. So she started following me. Um, and she goes, where in Washington do you live? And I told her where, and she goes, my husband just got transferred to that base. Wow. And like, she's literally 15 minutes from me. Somebody that grew up apostolic had some things that happened to her in church and the Lord has opened up doors for me to minister to her and to help her heal. Mm-hmm. And it's, God was just like, ding, ding, here it is. Right. This is what I, she, we were talking about. And it literally floored me because it was not what I expected. It was not what I thought was going to happen. It was completely on the opposite side of what I expected, but here it was. And, and as long as you're willing, I also said in my last post, as long as you're willing Mm -hmm. and you're obedient to the word of God, God is going to use you exactly as you are with your talents, your abilities, your look, your face, your body, your whatever. And he can use exactly you as long as you're willing to mold and grow. I'm not meaning you never grow or anything like that, but he's willing to use you in all your imperfections. And, you know, people think they can't be used because they don't look a certain way or have a certain personality or or whatever reason they want to come up with. But again, remember, there's not, there's not a good reason. Mm -hmm. Um, He can take you exactly as you are and fit something that is going to work for you. That's what he wants to do. Fit something that works for you and put you exactly where you need to be. You know, if you just follow him and you just trust him and you just let him guide you, you're obedient, you're willing. He's going to open things up for you and allow you to work and allow you to minister. And this, this stupid little Instagram page that I I started for with a shirt Mm -hmm. became this huge thing because I just said, okay, God, whatever you want, I'll, I'll do it and I'll change and I'll grow and I'll do whatever you need me to do with this little page. And yeah. it became something that I can't even fathom at this point. And I'm, if the Lord makes it bigger, he makes it bigger. If he keeps it as it is, he keeps it as it is. Um, but it's, it's just be willing, be willing to be used, be willing to 
just be who you are, the best version of yourself that you can be. You're going to fall down. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to get back up because mm-hmm. we're not going to stay down. Right. You're going to get back up and just keep pressing forward. I just want all my apostolic women to keep pressing forward to understand how beautiful you really are. You are so beautiful. It's ridiculous. And in all of your holiness and all of your obedience to the Lord, you are so beautiful. It doesn't matter what the world says The you know, those church bullies come from uh, women in general tend to get pitted against each other. Yeah. Um, and that's not what this, we, we're not going to pit each other, you know, pit ourselves against one another. Mm-hmm. I, I am not in competition with you or you or you, I am in competition with no one. I want you to succeed just as much as I want to succeed mm-hmm. and succeed in, in both worldly and kingdom, you know, like I want you to have a nice life down here. And I also want you to succeed in your kingdom callings. And um, the only way you can do that is if you put God first, don't be afraid, don't make excuses, find something that works for you. You don't have to be like me. You don't have to get on social media and, you know, act like a ding dong on reels. If that's (laughs) not your personality, God can use you in your personality Mm. and in your skill set to reach somebody that only you can reach. You know, there are some people that are really shy and, you know, introverted that might find me extremely overwhelming. They might be like, girl, she is loud and overwhelming (laughs) and she would make me really anxious and uncomfortable because she's so loud. You know, yeah, it's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And if you have a personality that's quiet and introverted and sweet and all that, they might only be reached by you because your personality is more uh, soothing to them. And, mm-hmm. you know, you might, the quiet person looking at me, gosh, I really wish I could be out playing. Like you said, the ladies that wish they could put themselves out there more. Uh, gosh, I wish I could be outgoing like you and blah, 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 blah. Well, God, if God didn't make you outgoing like me, be you. Because you're going to be able to reach people that I can't. And if you want to make reels, make reels. But you don't have to make reels like me. You can reels you and you can have sweet. There's a sweet sister I follow. Her reels are really simple and she just like reads scripture basically. And they're beautiful and they're powerful and they're hers and they're her personality and they're who she is. And don't try to be anybody else. Just yeah. be you and be the best you you can be through, through Jesus, you know? Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> that's all. No, that's really, really. I mean, take on my offering now. <laughs> Everybody, check the description. I'm gonna put her Venmo. No, um, I, I'm really. I appreci- <laughs> well, I'm appreciative for all that you have shared. I mean, I had some questions, but you touched on pretty much everything that I was going to talk about because. This is why I felt that God wanted you to come on the podcast is to speak into this because this yeah. right now is is prime time for for us to really reach this generation that's coming up. Yes. We are having an identity crisis 
in our nation, in our children. And we have to be tethered to the Lord and be tethered to the truth. And the truth is, is that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are individualized. We are personalized. God has created us very special, special, each one of us. And it's, it's not this toxic, this toxic self-love, you know, that, that the world talks about where they put themselves on the pedestal. This is acknowledging that our God is so glorious and amazing that he has the power to make each one of us an individual. And right. so I, I'm so grateful for this conversation. And I, I want to just uh, just talk about one last thing. Well, sure. I have two questions, but um, okay. because it's we have to praise the Lord for what he has done and what he's going to continue Mm -hmm. to do and how he's using us. And even when we have difficulties, if we're being bullied, if we have insecurities, maybe we see our sin and we are Mm -hmm. coming to face to face. Like I have many, many times Mm -hmm. face to face with different things that we have done in our past that we have Mm -hmm. to kind of repent uh, yeah. about and still walk through in these difficult times where we may not be happy with where we are yet. How important is it to praise God anyway? It's highly important because if we don't praise him in the moments in between, mm-hmm. we won't really get a habit of it. It's easy to praise God when everything's good and we feel good about ourselves and you know everything's on the up and up up and up and it's easy to call on him when you're feeling down and you need him and you're like desperate but in those middle times when you're you know it's just kind of normal life and it's your day-to-day and you know you might be feeling down on yourself you might be feeling like you know you're not good enough to be used you're not you just you just gotta do it anyway you know, Charity Gale has this beautiful song. And my favorite line is, um, in the waiting, you get the glory. And mm-hmm. in the trial, you get the glory. In the breakthrough, you get the glory. You know, she kind of, in the healing, you get the break, you know, in the glory. Um, mm-hmm. But what really, what really worked for me is when the progression of that, because she started with, with in the waiting. Even in my waiting, even in my medium times, even in my times of, where I'm not doing terrible, not doing great. I'm just kind of there, you know, I'm struggling a little bit. I don't really know what to do. Even in those times, we still need to praise him because that waiting period could be the thing that's going to grow you for the good period. Yeah. You know, all that waiting and the things you learn in the waiting hopefully you're learning things in the waiting. And if you're worshiping and praising God and, and still connecting with him, you will learn in the waiting. If you Mm -hmm. don't do that, it's just going to frustrate you. You're just going to be in this like, you know, zone where you feel like you're just kind of trapped and you're just floating with nowhere to go. But if you take that and in those, in those times, you call on the Lord and you still connect with him and you're still praising and you're still worshiping and you're still having those moments. You'll actually, that medium time will become a good time because you'll, you'll start to grow from that and you'll start to learn things. And there's a lot you can learn and not getting what you want right away Mm -hmm. and not constantly being, you know, and, and having to like sit 
and look at yourself, which is really uncomfortable. We like to be busy and we like to be doing a lot of things so that we don't have to sit and think. I know that is for me. Um, if I start thinking about hard things, sometimes I'll get on my phone and just be like, okay, and I'll mindlessly start scrolling Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to think about the thing I don't want to think about, you know, same with your iPad or whatever. Sure. And sometimes we try to stay so busy that we don't learn from the waiting. And so God just like, okay, well, we're just going to stay here because you're not focusing. You're not paying attention to what's actually going on which is me trying to grow you so that we can get to this area that we need to be. You want to step to, you know, letter D. You can't just leap from A to D. Mm-hmm. You got to have B, C, you know, I can't do math with that right now. A, B, C, D, whatever those are. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do all the letters in between A and D. Right. And in those, and like that beautiful song says, in those moments, in that waiting, he gets the glory. And the only way he gets the glory is if we're connecting with him and we're worshiping him and we're praising with him. And our whole life is a praise to him. The good, the bad, the ugly, the mid, the medium, it's all a praise to him. My whole life, my thoughts, my, my actions, my choices that I make um, needs to be one giant praise to him and that includes the middle stuff where we kind of have to focus on you know our like I was talking about our focus on ourselves focus on the things that we don't particularly like about ourselves you know um and the moments when we think God's not listening or God can't hear us um we still have to push through and we still have to because there's plenty of people in the Bible that went through that you know you why have you turned your ear from me? Why have you turned away from me? I think David said that in a few Psalms, like, why don't you hear me? Right. Where, where are you? But he was writing songs that mm-hmm. said that he was still praising him through that by writing those songs out. And those songs are helping us thousands, you know, a thousand years later. We're like, yeah, David, I feel you, man. Where are you? You know, like, yeah. So even in those times where David was hurting and felt alone and wrote those songs, God took all that and made it for his glory for us later. So you just, your whole life just has to be one giant praise to him and God will take the things that he needs and use them and put them out to help other people. We don't got to worry about that. God's God sees it all. He's got it all figured out. He, he knows exactly what, what needs to go where and who needs to do what. And as long as we're, praising him and we're worshiping him and we're giving it all to him even in the bad he can take all that he can take all that nasty bad and use it just like the bible says it works everything out for good so as long as you're just you just just keep on even when even when you don't feel like it even when you don't think he's listening even when you don't feel anything just keep doing it just keep doing it put one foot in front of the other worship praise keep living for him don't give up don't turn around just keep moving forward because we've all been there and we're going to be there again eventually. And the things you mm-hmm. learn from the things you learn from that last time you can carry into the next time. And then it maybe won't be so long or it won't be so hard, you know, and you can help somebody else that's going through it. So it's just a matter of consistency, you know, just be consistent, yeah. do it, whether you feel like it or not. Consistency is, is key. Then you won't be on this huge roller coaster all the time. You know, it'll be a little more, 
I mean, you'll probably have your roller coaster moments, but in general, you'll be a little more steady because you're consistently connecting with him and consistently being with him. And you'll be, your life will have more consistent, your spiritual life will have more consistency to it. I hope I answered that right. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was awesome. I love that so much because it's so true when we, when we praise him in the in-between times, it'll help us praise him all the time, get into that habit. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm so thankful that you said that and that you spoke into that. And I'm just so grateful that God connected us through that crazy online Instagram space. <laughs> Who <laughs> would too. have known? I and, know. And I agree. God can use all things for his good. He can use the internet. This one thing that I've said from the beginning and something that God's really laid on my heart is, is, uh, God wasn't afraid of the internet. God was not afraid of social media. The church was Mm -mm. so, you know, he has it all under control. You know, he has the algorithm under control. Praise God. He has everything (laughs) under control. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just so thankful for you, Kristen. Thank you so much for being an encouragement. I mean, I'm just so, I'm just so filled right now. Uh, and I, I'm just so grateful for you. And, and I would love it if you could just take some time to share with everybody where they can find you online. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, if you ha- don't follow me yet um, and you'd like to, uh, you can go on my Instagram and you can probably just type in my name, Kristen Com C-A-U-M is my last name, um, and find me because there's really not that many of us out there. Um, um, or you can use my handle, which is darling underscore on underscore a underscore dime underscore Kristen. Guess what? Another underscore com. <laughs> um, I really into underscores when I put that apparently. <laughs> um, and you can follow me. It's probably easier if you just look me up by a name. Um, um, and you can, you can follow me on there and then you can look me up on uh, Facebook if you want uh, with my name, if you want to follow me on there as well. Um, But that is currently the two places that um, I am on. Uh, I am technically on the TikTok, but I I just basically put my reels from Instagram on that. So if you have my Instagram, you have my TikTok. Um, So yeah, if you, if you like what you heard and you want to follow me, God bless. I'm a little nerdy. Um, but you can follow me on there if you, if you'd like to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if they listen to this podcast regularly, they're all nerded out. They get it. So (laughs) I'm really not that cool. Don't come in expecting me to be really cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put the link to your Instagram, uh, in the description of the podcast. So if you're listening, uh, in a podcast player, go to the description and you should see a link there. Then you can just go and follow Kristen on Instagram. Uh, thank you so, so much, Kristen. This was just incredible. And I'm so just blessed by you. I'm really thankful you, you asked me. It was really a huge honor. I was so excited. I still am. And um, I just appreciate you having little old me. I appreciate it. Thank you. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at HelloAwesomeLive? I would be so encouraged. Also, please leave a five-star review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, sharing how God used this to bless you. 
don't forget to subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome and shop inspirational products, head to HelloAwesome.live using the promo code HELLO10 for 10% off your next purchase. Until next time, keep your chin up beautiful.